Hello, this is the WGM Morning News Podcast. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross McAbee. Each week we talk to one of your favorite WGM Morning News personalities. We ask them personal questions and try to make them squirm a little bit. We dig up the scuttlebutt and dish on the hot goss. Ross, what do you like most about this week's guest? I like this week's guest because he can pull off a skinny tie and he always has a sunny disposition. How about you, Brian? What do you like about this week's guest? I love this week's guest because he's got such a cool last name. It is a cool last name. LeShock. This is the WGM Morning News Podcast. Our guest this week is feature reporter and trending news anchor Marcus LeShock. Marcus joins us now. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Not too bad. Marcus, we work for Channel 9. This is a behind-the-scenes podcast where we learn secrets about you. I was wondering if I could ask you nine very personal questions. Are you willing to answer my questions? You may. All right. Time now for nine very personal questions. These are nine very personal questions. All right, Marcus, are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. What is the best dessert? Oh, boy. Um, Gosh. You know, I'm not a huge dessert person. I don't eat dessert as much as I used to eat dessert. Um, This is hard. Is there a bad dessert is the question, really. Is there a dessert that has come out and you've tried it and said, this is awful. What a horrible thing you've just put in front of me. So I I guess that would be my answer, but I guess ice cream, some kind of ice cream, I really do like that. So I would say, or maybe Dan's apple pie, I should say. He makes a good apple pie. So He mentioned that when we yes. talked to him, yes. Which actor would play you in the WGN Morning News movie? Uh, I think the one that I get the most is the Culkin that's on Succession. Uh, Kieran, I believe. Kieran that's Culkin. On. Kieran Culkin. I get, whenever that show comes back on, I get a lot of texts from people saying, wow, this guy looks and talks sort of like you and has the same weird mannerisms <laughs> that you do. Uh, nothing like the character, his character on Succession, I should say, but uh, we have similarities the way we look at it. Is think. he evil or something? I don't... Uh, you haven't watched it? No. Um, it's hard to explain, but it's very uh, R-rated. His, some of his behavior is just uh, I'm way opposite of my behavior. I'll just put it that way. All right. Let's say you have three hours to yourself without any commitments. How do you spend that time? I enjoy working out. So I would probably do something, you know, we, we like doing sort of like a ad, more adventure kind of stuff. So going out, hiking, going, seeing a cool place or going and doing something, I would say. Um, yeah, is that a lame, that's kind of a lame answer, but. Uh, getting out of the house. Doing yeah, something. getting out, getting out and going and doing something, burning some energy. Sure. Which movie is the best movie? Oh, man. Uh, Back to the Future is the greatest movie ever made from start to finish. I think it's a perfect film. It uh, has an audience-pleasing movie, very entertaining. It's well-written. The acting is spot on. It's a classic. Uh, that is, that from start to finish, a perfect movie. Back to the Future is the best movie ever made. What is your favorite word? Oh, favorite word? I don't... Um, I have a really poor vocabulary. I'm not intelligent. Um, I don't know. I don't. What's what's a there's not a word that tickles you? It tickles. How about that? Tick- right okay. now, that made me feel something. When you said that, that made me feel it tickled something. Tickled your right pickle. There. It tickled me in some way. So uh-huh. there you go. Least favorite smell. Uh, least favorite smell is probably um, 
whatever smell is coming out of one of my kids' rooms at any weird time of the day. I would say any parent can relate to that. You open the, like the gym bag or something, you know, at the end of the day and that hits you after a long school day, like something like that. That is something that will knock you off your feet. When you order a pizza, where do you like to order from and what are your go-to toppings? This is a great question. Uh, the best pizza place is the place in your neighborhood that has the door propped open in the summer and there's a big giant fan in front of the door and it's blowing all of the air in and all of the local like kids are working there and like it's a family run place and like the families work in there and they're making a thin crust pizza. Everyone knows this place. You have that place in your neighborhood. And like Chicago and Chicagoland has so many. Like by me, there's a place called Wayne's Pizza up in Third Lake, Grays Lake area that's just like that. It's like there's always like people in there. The pizza's great and just a good thin crust pizza from your favorite local place. I'm just like a, I love like pepperoni, like a pepperoni pizza. I do like pineapple on pizza every once in a while. That's a hot take. A lot of people have a lot of opinions about that. Yeah, I like the pineapple. Yeah. What do you think happens when we die? Oh, see, these are the questions that this whole podcast should be about, a question like this. I don't think people talk about this enough. Um, And I will say I'm obsessed with this topic in a way. You know, if you watch me on the show, I talk about space all the time and the universe. Like, I'm fascinated with all of that. And the, the more I learn about the universe, the more I learn about space and everything else, I really think it really leads back to a creator. Um, I'm a believer in God. I'm a Christian. I believe uh, Jesus died for my sins and I'm going to heaven uh, through my belief in him. Um, But I just really think this is a topic that people should discuss more um, about like what are the big questions uh, with that. So for me, that's my answer. Um, But yeah, I just, that's good. That's a good question. If you weren't at the old number nine, where would you be? Oh man. So I've, talked about this before i would love to run a theme park i think that would be really fun to like be working on the inside of a the theme park business in a way uh my wife is a health coach and so i've been kind of dabbling in that with her we've really focused on our health lately and uh, i'm actually taking some classes uh at my local community college about uh, getting certified as a health and wellness coach and all that so uh fascinated with that we've kind of changed made some uh improvements in our own health and we're I really want to pay that forward to as many people as I can. So uh, I'd probably be doing something with that too. But um, yeah, I guess that's, that's, that's an answer. That was question number nine. I had one last bonus question. It's a little controversial. Okay. This is a bonus controversial question. Are you ready? I'm ready. What is the worst roller coaster you've ever been on? Oh man. That's like asking me the dessert question. Is there a, is there a terrible roller coaster? Um, I would say the worst roller coaster experiences I have are ones that are painful. Like sometimes rides are great rides and just over time, they just don't run as well. Like I've been on record saying the American Eagle at Six Flags Great America needs to be redone in some way, either torn down and something else built there, or they need to really do a ton of work on that thing to make it smoother than it is now. So I would say an experience like that would be like my least favorite. Just because it's old and it like it hurts. Yeah. Yes. being on it yeah 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 it's just over time some of these old wooden coasters they just get rough and uh so they just need some work they need some some love not that the maintenance team doesn't do work but just they just need complete retracking sometimes um so it, but 
even my worst roller coaster is an amazing experience. So it's like my, instead of like the worst coaster, it's my least favorite. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. It's like your least favorite child every parent has. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. All right. This has been nine very personal questions. These are nine very personal questions. You're listening to the WGN Morning News Podcast. More with Marcus Lashak coming up. You're listening to the WGM Morning News Podcast. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross Macby. Next week, we'll be joined by morning show anchor Lauren Jiggetts. If you have a question for Lauren, call 773-883-3323. That's 773-883-3323. You can leave a voicemail and ask Lauren whatever you want. Then we'll play it for her when we record her interview next week and force her to answer your question. Make it interesting. Make it funny. But please, just call. No one's calling. Seriously, please call in one more time. That's 773-883-3323. Call now. This is the WGM Morning News Podcast. We're here with Marcus Lashock. Marcus, next to Larry, you're probably the most fit person on the WGN Morning News. You get up insanely early to work out, and it shows. So Ross and I were wondering, could you maybe give us some tips? All right, drop and give me 20. W- wait, seriously? Do I look like I'm kidding? Drop and give me 20. You too. Yes, sir, Mr. Lashock. One, One two, two, three. three. Let's go. <laughs> is it supposed to hurt? 20's a lot. Shut up and push. <laughs> Four and a half. Push. This is the WGN Morning News Podcast. I'm Marcus Lashock. Hey, thanks, Marcus. Ross, I heard you found a clip. Yeah, Brian, I found a clip featuring this week's guest, Marcus Lashock. Then I guess we should play a clip. Let's play a clip. Let's play a clip. All right, Marcus, this segment is called Let's Play a Clip, and this clip features something near and dear to your heart. Here we go! So based off of that clip, can you name the roller coaster? It's Steel Vengeance at Cedar Point. <clears throat> I could tell by the outer bank turn after the drop, that was a signature element on that ride when it came out. So when you're going up, you're kind of going to the right, but then you're banking to the left as you're turning right. It's an amazing feeling if you've been on the coaster. It's uh, That is a really special ride, uh, Steel Vengeance, one of the best. Is there anything that gives you as much joy as being on a roller coaster? Uh, I mean, yes personally for sure but i mean there's the the thrill i would say no the like just the sort of adrenaline the feeling you're getting as you're on it especially like the first time on a ride because i'm one of those dorks that really 
I mean, I am digging into these rides like from the second they're rumored to when they're being constructed, designed, everything to finally get on it after all of that buildup. That first moment is like, wow, you've been waiting for this for so long and then it's happening. That is a really cool thing. And it's a cool thing when you get to do it live on TV because people see your genuine reaction then at that point to like, oh, it's like opening a present at Christmas. You know, you're opening this, you're, you're, you're seeing it for the first time, you're feeling it, feeling all the things that these people have been designing and researching and uh, dreaming up for so long and you're experiencing it. That's cool. I love it. Your joy just comes through in that every time you ride a roller coaster. Brian talked about your least favorite roller coaster. You said you didn't really have one. What's your favorite roller coaster? Uh, that's a good question. Right now, my favorite coaster is Velocicoaster at uh, Universal Orlando. It is the Jurassic Park uh, Velociraptor themed coaster there. It's like a a really perfect ride from start to finish, really smooth, multiple launches, an amazing top hat. It's got a really cool uh, inversion over the water right at the finish of it. Anybody who's been on it knows, like, it is just – and it's a cool ride. Like, I, I went on that ride with my wife, and she's not as huge of a coaster fan as me. And when that was done, she's like, that was the best experience I've ever had on a roller coaster. And for her to say that, like, wanting to ride it over and over again just tells me that it's a perfect ride from start to finish. Very good ride. What's a top hat? A top hat is an element where you, so on this coaster, you, you, you go through a launch and then you go straight up in the air, like, like 90 degrees straight up vertically. And then if you picture like a top hat, you know, a top hat has like two sides and then a flat top. So you come up on the coaster, you're going up 90 degrees and then you come over the top and then you go down 90 degrees. So it's like, you're kind of going up on the top of the top hat and then you come down. So it looks like when you look at the ride, it looks like it's got a little top hat sticking up there. So that's why I call it a top hat. If you could choose one celebrity to ride a coaster with, who would it be? To me, the coolest people I've gotten to ride with are the people who make the rides. So, like, this guy, Alan Schilke, you guys wouldn't know, but he's – anybody in the uh, enthusiast world knows he's, like, the, a genius roller coaster designer. And I got to ride Goliath with him at Great America. He designed that ride. And so to be on the ride with the guy who dreamed it up, to me, that is, like, the pinnacle of, like, wow, this is – was in, this was in his mind – and we're like riding through his vision as we're on it. To me, that's bigger than having like any movie star you can name. But it's always fun. I, you know, I took Dan uh, Ponce on a coaster, Jeff Hoover on a coaster, Robin's been on with me, Paul's been on with me. So it's always fun taking people who aren't used to doing these things and like sharing that experience with them and like feeling their energy, their kind of nervous energy and then their excitement when it's over or not so much excitement in Robin's case, you know, like it's just, <laughs> you know, it's just fun to be a part of that. So that's really a thrill I get is just uh, find, really anybody who wants to experience something for the first time. That's always a lot of fun. Brian and I are here if you ever need anyone. Yeah, no, for sure. Once we I get right in the front, once I get through like the list of the, most oh, important people okay. and then i'm really desperate so, <clears throat> i will definitely uh maybe call you guys but like top 20 yeah definitely top 20 ish that's okay i'm afraid of roller coasters anyway <laughs> see that so. you would be good to go let's conquer that fear no i'm okay what are you afraid of it's just uncomfortable to me it doesn't it's it's not really that i'm afraid it's just that the the falling is not comfortable to me gotcha so, i don't like it's not thrilling i'm just the whole time i'm like oh i want off this okay see that's that's good because you know your feelings. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. I guess the people that I try to encourage are the people that are, are fearful of, 
either something happening or they want to do it, but something is holding them back from doing it. But if you've done it and you know like this feeling doesn't sit well with me, then there's nothing wrong with knowing that. To be fair, I think the only coaster I've ever ridden is American Eagle, and you said that that's not a good one to ride because <laughs> right. it's old and clunky and yeah. it doesn't feel good. But Knocks you around. Anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of rides like Eagle, though, that are very good rides um, that are awesome. So, uh, but anyway. Maybe we'll get you back on see if that'll change. This is the WGM Morning News Podcast. Stay tuned. We've got a fun surprise coming up next. Time now for checking in with Conrad. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hey, Paul. Hello. Time for checking in with Conrad. Each week I check in with morning show weatherman Paul Conrad. Let's check in with him now. Hi, Paul. Hello. Paul, Dean made some apple cider donuts today. Did you get to try one? I did. What did you think? Uh, it was okay. It wasn't great. <laughs> no, actually, they were really good. They were fantastic. But I don't want to build him up. He's good at the theater stuff. He's a smart guy. He's got a lot of things going for him. And sometimes... Got to keep his ego you in gotta check. Got to find some way. And even if it means saying, hey, Dean, your donuts blow... Even when they're delicious. Really good. Sometimes you just got to get in his head a little bit. So if, Dean, you're listening, you suck as a donut maker. What's on your mind, Paul? Well, it's funny you say that because I am stuck in this same universe of, it was an apple cider donut, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, happen to be one of these people that um, I get weak need this time of the year. And like uh, last night, I went to Shake Shack with my daughters and I ordered a pumpkin pie shake. And uh, I love pumpkin, uh, and I love shakes, and uh, it's I'm getting a little bit nervous uh, because this is it's one of the times of the year that I'd like to think I have some kind of self control, but I know that um, I'm weak, and so I'm just going to ask at this time if there are people out there who would consider moving me up on their prayer list. I just really struggle probably for the next 45 days. Toffee nut lattes get me, pumpkin scones, you name it. It's a hard time for me. That's what's on my mind. All right, keep Paul in your prayers. This has been Checking With Conrad. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hey, Paul. Hello. Time for Checking In With Conrad. We'll have more with Marcus Lashock coming up. This is the WGM Morning News Podcast. We're here with Marcus Lashock. Marcus, you had a pretty silly nickname growing up. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, my friends called me the man of many words because I never talked. I was a very shy kid, uh, never said much of anything. Um, I, I was really always surrounded with people who were... Um, I don't want to say like class clowns, but like very funny people who were very talkative. And I was just very like a shy, very quiet kid. So like now when I run into people who, you know, I, I used to hang out with when I was much younger, um, they are always like, I can't believe that you're on TV. Like, how did you end up <laughs> being right. the one on TV? But even to this day, like I'm a, so this, for example, what we're doing right now, this gives me anxiety almost. I don't like talking about myself. Are you okay? I'm fine. Yeah, no, I'm (laughs) fine. But I used to have, I used to have like real serious anxiety issues that were almost crippling for me. Like every time I would go on TV and like the, there would be a moment of like sheer panic. Like before they either tossed to me or I was on, like, I can't do this. Like there's, 
this is the moment like it's all gonna fall apart like i can't do this so what why did you choose this career (laughs) (laughs) right i know but that's crazy so i loved media and i loved uh i wanted to make films i wanted to make documentaries stuff like that uh production wise i wanted to do that and i ended up like kind of on a whim i was working at my college newspaper and I was reviewing movies for the paper. I ran into the guy uh, who ran the campus TV station. And I was like, hey, can I come on the campus news and do like uh, movie reviews? That would be fun for me to like talk with the anchors about movies or something. Because there's no pressure in that. And so he was like, sure. I was just about to graduate with my master's. I went on maybe five, six times. And I was like, I really like this. That was fun to like talk about the things I really want to talk about. So I had those on my tape. And I applied everywhere to either edit video or do something when I was done with school. And I applied at a place called CLTV. And they were looking for a one-man band reporter for this new entertainment show. And they saw my movie review stuff from college. And they called me and said, hey, would you want to shoot, go out and shoot stories, edit stories, but actually be on TV? Because we think that there might be something there. And it took me a while to process, like, really? Are you serious? Like, how desperate are you at this point of your search? But... That's really how it all started. But even when I was at CLTV, like I did not, there were so many times where I would shoot stories and I wouldn't be in them. And they're starting to tell me like, hey, at some point, like we do want to see you. And so I was like trying to work myself in, but I was uncomfortable. So when you were starting out and you, you know, you recognized, oh, I have this opportunity, but like this scares me and I, I'm very uncomfortable. Like what steps did you take to overcome that? Um, I just kept doing it. I just kept doing the work. And we had a show that was on every night of the week and you just literally threw everything up against the wall. And it was like, move to the next thing. If that didn't work, just go to the next thing and just keep doing it and keep working. And at the time I would, I would feel really confident about something like, wow, that was really great. I go back and look at it now and it's, hor- it's horrible, you know, but I just, but looking at the progression, you feel like you just keep doing it and believing like, have that goal, have what your goals are, and like just keep doing the work to get there. And don't expect it to happen just overnight, randomly for you. And I had, I've had great managers throughout my career who have given me time to do that, who have given people time to like work out their things and to really grow. And I think that's important too. If you are a manager of some kind in whatever business you work in, see that potential in your people that work for you and give them that time. We, we hear this all the time about like TV shows, like Seinfeld is a great story. Like if that show came out today, it would never have been a hit because it would have been canceled in like half season. But they were given the time to work out. Those early episodes of Seinfeld are kind of rough compared to the later episodes. But um, so yeah, just if you, if you are a manager of people, like give them the time to really grow and develop into who they are. And I think WGN does a pretty good job of that. Like just letting people go out and try stuff and uh, this is a lot of times it doesn't work, <laughs> it doesn't work, but it still makes the air. And I think that's why our show is uh, as popular as well, it is. And I wanted to say also, if you need a uh, sign that things happen for a reason, you ended up on a show where people love to talk about themselves and talk all the time. That's so right. You don't have to fill the void. Well, and you'll notice that sometimes when there is a lot of talking, I often just kind of sit there because I just don't. This is the other thing. I'm very comfortable with silence. I can sit in silence and just think and listen. A lot of people can't do that. Um, but I, Challenge yourself to be able to do that. Can you just, can you spend more of your day listening to other people or asking questions to other people instead of trying to always fill things with answers, you know? We just had a water break. Are you comfortable in this silence right now? Yeah. So you, when you sit around your house, are you, are you guys as a family quiet or, and are you comfortable just being quiet? Uh, not enough. 
it's sometimes just nice to be together and be present together and just to be there. Those moments are cool. When my son's reading a book, daughter's doing something, I'm chilling and my wife's working or, you know, we're both doing some work, but you're all just there. It's just nice to just listen, just to be present and just to take in everything that's going on around you. Um, I don't think people do that enough anymore, like just asking questions and just listening to other people. That's kind of interesting because, I mean, your job is you do a lot of trending stuff and a lot of that's social media based. And I feel like we're in this world now where everything has to go online. Everybody has something to say. Everybody has to post something. And you are you seem to be pretty reflective and sit back and be present. And it's just sort of an interesting contrast. Yes. Uh, that's another thing that I've really had to get past is not being afraid to share who I am, what I'm doing. Uh, I have I've, I used to have a lot of fear of like, what are people going to say? Like, what comments am I going to get from viewers? Oh, if I wear this, like, what is somebody going to say about it? Is my hair okay? What is What comment am I going to get about that? I was kind of envisioning these horrible things that people were thinking, even though they weren't actually really thinking them, right? Um, but it's always that one stinking comment or voicemail or something you get where it's like, you know, that person hits you like right in your biggest insecurity. And it's like, man, they got me exactly. <laughs> right, right there. Uh, but just not being afraid to live your life out loud on social media and just in general, just being proud of who you are and what you believe and uh, the things that you're doing and um, all that. So your journey, though, uh, really is just like anything else. Repetition. Yes. Doing the work. Maybe you always wanted to do something. You have this dream. You think like, oh, man, if only I could do this. You actually can do it. Have your goals. Have a vision of what you want to achieve. And some days it's going to work better than others. And there'll be frustrating days for sure. But you just have to put in the work and learn your craft and believe in yourself and do it. Well, Marcus, it seems like for a guy who, when they were younger, sort of sat back and maybe felt uncomfortable speaking out. It seems like you're pretty comfortable in where you are and, and you feel good about what you're doing. Yeah, I feel great about it. I'm very excited about uh, the future. You know, I'm 40, going to be 42. Um, and it's weird because I do kind of now like reflect back a lot, not saying this, this part of my life is ending, but I feel like 17 years in media, that's a long time. Um, and I don't know what the future holds. Like, I don't know. And that's exciting to me. It's like exciting to not know like where is, where are things going to take me and really opening, have an open mind of where you're going to go from here. Um, I never thought I'd be anchoring a newscast either. That was crazy. And, you know, I just one day walked into our old news director's office, uh, Jen Lyons, and said, hey, I think I might want to try the anchor thing. And at the time, I was like the roller coaster guy doing trending news and stuff. She's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. Uh, what do I have to do? That would be, I think it might be fun. So she let me try CLTV weekends for a while, and they kind of liked it, did some holidays here. And now I'm like one of the main fill-ins on our show. So you just never, you never know. So I, again, I say this, but just have an open mind about anything you've kind of wanted to do. Talk to people about how you do that and start doing the things to make it happen. Well, Marcus, each week we ask listeners to call in and ask questions for our guest. Here's a voicemail from this week. Hi, good morning. My name is Alicia, and I love each and every one of y'all. I've been watching it my husband and that for years. So God bless you. I'll continue to love one another. And, and and have a good day. Okay, bye-bye. That's what I'm talking about, right? 
because you get so hung up in your mind of people are thinking the worst of you. Yet there's people like Alicia, I think she said her name was. Thank you so much for leaving that voicemail. And that reminds me of like, I need to do that for other people more. Like just to remind them like, hey, I really value you and appreciate you. And thank you for what you contribute to me every day. That was awesome. So that's great. Well, can we just stop it there? Yeah, let's stop it there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You got another one? Yeah, yeah. I have a question for Marcus Lashock. Uh, I know he's crazy about roller coasters, and I was wondering, does he read a history of roller coasters? Like he buys books or research like when the parks open, what kind of rides were there, or what rides they uh, gone away? Uh, because I did a podcast of that of the defunct uh, rides at Marriott's Great America in Gurney, Illinois, and I was wondering if he does that, you know, or he does a lot of research. I hope uh, Marcus can answer that. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. That is Pete Castanis of the uh, Van of Chicagoland podcast and the great Facebook page. I can recognize his voice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do read a lot. Uh, growing up, that's I was scared to get on roller coasters. I didn't get on a coaster until I was probably 12 years old, like a big coaster. Uh, but I read all about them. I was just too fearful to get on a ride. Um, but yeah, so I read everything. I'm in a ton of Facebook groups. Uh, my friend Dwayne runs the website Roller Coaster Database. It's like IMDB, but all about roller coasters. He lives up in Wisconsin, uh, rcdb.com, I believe it is. And it's got every single thing about every ride you can imagine on earth um, that is known to man. So I'm always just goofing around on there looking at weird roller coasters all over the place. So yes, I am always researching and reading and geeking out about coasters. Hi, Marcus. We're just wondering, is Pat as funny in person as he is on TV, or is it all just an act? Thanks. <laughs> wow, why did they ask me about that? Pat, <laughs> Pat Tomasulo. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, some people are just naturally kind of funny, right? They just have a, just a way about them. Um, obviously, Pat's a comedian, so he works on material and bits and things. I am not a comedian. I do think that I do have sort of like a sense of humor and humor side to me for sure. Um, but somebody like him is just naturally funny and always can think of something. But yeah, he's he's funny and he does complain about things like he does on TV. And it's hard when even when he's complaining, it's still kind of funny. It must be frustrating for him when he has a real complaint because people are probably just like, oh, that's great. He's like, no, no, I'm really upset. And, you know, he's he's funny. This is my question from Marcus. Um, what's your favorite Halloween movie? Oh, my favorite Halloween movie. I really love the scary movies that, um, not necessarily like the slasher gory movies, but the movies that are like really suspenseful. Um, going back in the day, like the original movie, The Haunting from like the 1950s, you know, just where people in a haunted house and it's like the sounds outside the door that are really in the, the panic on people's faces, the movies that like keep you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Just movies, movies like that, like the really suspenseful movies that give you like a jump out of your seat moment every once in a while. That's what I go for. Hey Marcus, what size underwear are you wearing? I got a birthday uh, gift that I want to buy for you. Just wonder, we want to know what size you're wearing. Dan's got a question too. Uh, yes, uh, this is Dan. Another guy work upstairs in the office, wondering, uh, what, do you miss your days uh, working for CLTV? Oh, yeah, CLTV, uh, <laughs> Chicago Land Television. I'm Russian, and I I miss seeing you on that. Wondering if you miss it. I didn't know Gru from. Uh... Despicable Me worked in the building. Uh, I don't, that's Dan trying to do like a Russian accent slash I don't know what he was doing there. Uh, as far as my underwear goes, um, extra small. Like the I the tightest you can find where it's almost like cutting off circulation just because 
I just like to know that I am protected at all times and secure. Uh, so that is, that's a question from Paul, which is a question that, uh, he asks me numerous times a day, actually. I'm glad he asked it on television as well. So he's always asking all of us about our underwear yeah, size. He, yeah, he is. And, uh, he still works here, which is, a, is amazing. A miracle. Surprisingly not creepy though. <laughs> no, it's not when it comes from, it's like, oh, okay. Don't forget listeners next week, we'll be talking to morning show anchor, Lauren Jiggets. If you've got a question for Lauren or any of the other morning show anchors, call 773-883-3323. One more time. That's 773-883-3323. Marcus, do you have anything to promote like a movie or a book? Um, no, just as I mentioned that we're uh, kind of in the health and wellness space. So if you're interested in, in anything about that and you know, my, I love my wife and she's really helping a lot of people get healthy. So if you want to change your life, uh, let me know. I can connect you with hers. That's my, that's my big promotion for my spouse. So there you go. All right, Marcus, do you have any questions for us on the way out? Um, let me think. No, oh, we're out of time. Sorry, Marcus. I'm afraid that's all the time we have. You've been listening to the WGN Morning News Podcast. Tune in next week for Lauren Jiggetts. I'm Brian Say. And I'm Ross McAbee. And, and good, good morning, morning Chicago. Chicago. Or whenever you're listening to this. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. WGN Morning News Podcast. Hey, Dean. Your donuts blow. As far as my underwear goes, um, extra small. Thank you for listening. I love you.